welcome back to my podcast. I am Camilla, your high vibe advocate. Give me 15 minutes and I will give you a high vibe world. I don't even know how this sounds right now because I'm actually in Potomac, Maryland at my parents' backyard or in my parents' backyard. It is a two-acre property, so it's really nice. It's very, very nice outside right now, uh, probably in the mid-80s, and very humid, as normally is in the summer in Maryland. I'm sitting on a towel um, on the grass, and it's sunny and beautiful, muggy, perfect. I hear cicadas and birds, and I don't know if that interrupts the recording. So if it does, I'm sorry in advance. I also don't have a plan on what I'm going to talk to you guys about today. Today's my mother's 65th birthday, so we're here celebrating it and having a wonderful, wonderful day together. I'm so blessed. I feel so grateful that after not seeing my parents since February, I was able to come down to spend my mom's birthday with her and this time during the pandemic um, with them after having quarantined ourselves for a while before getting together and um it's just so different being here. I always feel so relaxed. Um, and it's been such beautiful weather. Every day it's it's just so so nice and hot and sunny. And there are some thunderstorms at night, but without rain. So all I see is the lightning and the thunder and, the, and, and you know, inside the clouds. And it just looks so beautiful. It reminds me of, you know, how beautiful nature is and how perfect it is. If, even though it can be scary sometimes, but it's still so beautiful. I've also seen a lot of wildlife because over here they have foxes and coyotes and deer and bunnies and, and you know I mean I have bunnies and squirrels and stuff and, and sometimes I have deer also in on Long Island but here the foxes and stuff it's just it's just different you know and, and hearing the cicadas during the daytime and the nighttime the tree frogs at night the moon was a full moon not very long ago fourth of july was one of the most beautiful nights i've ever seen and um one of our neighbors actually got a permit for fireworks and had a professional firework company come and and do real fireworks here so (laughs) in my parents neighborhood we had this incredible lit up sky with fireworks and i know not everybody's a fan of that and i know some dogs especially dogs have a lot of issues uh, and, and and I hate you know disturbing the wildlife and disturbing animals in any way because I love animals more than anything. But but it was beautiful and I am one of those people that cry when I watch fireworks. So that was really cool. Anyway, that's what I've been up to lately. I'm working from here still. I'm not on vacation or anything. Um, but work has been pretty good. It hasn't been overwhelming, so that has been fun. And I've watched uh, some shows with my dad. Uh, my dad and I love watching stuff together. Um, we have very similar taste. This whole, you know, fiction kind of like crazy, completely um, science fiction or you know supernatural stuff uh, that we like to watch. So it's cool to be together and be able to watch that together and talk about it together. This morning when we were having breakfast, we were actually talking about our experience moving to the United States because as some of you know maybe not all of you but some of you know that I am Brazilian and I moved to the United States in the you know the the mid well like really the late like the mid to late 90s you know um when I was in middle school uh 
and um, it was the end of seventh grade. I um, I remember those days like they were yesterday. And now that we're we're seeing some of some of the some of the issues that you know the the polarity, not only political polarity, but um, there there's a lot of racial polarity and and all kinds of other um, divisive topics coming up. We were talking about that today because it was interesting coming to the United States from a country like Brazil. Because Brazil and the United States are very, very similar, you know, um, demographically speaking. Because we are both really large countries of the new American continent that was a colony of an European nation, obviously different European nations. Brazil was a colony of Portugal, not Spain. I know a lot of people here don't know that. A lot of people in the world don't know that. Brazilians don't speak Spanish. Brazilians speak Portuguese. Brazilians are not Hispanic. Brazilian come from the Lusitanian, um, if that's a word, actually, in English, I don't know. But it's, it's just a different heritage. We don't have, you know, you can't compare Spain and Portugal. It's, it's different everything. It's a different language. It's a different architecture. It's different culture. It's different music, different clothing, different food tastes and different looks. It's different, different everything. Um, and, and, and we don't like to, to lose our identity by being confused with each other. It's not that we don't like each other. It's just that we each have our own identity and we should all... Should, we should all be proud of who we are, right? Which is also a topic that I guess not a lot of people like to talk about right now. Because because not every group is allowed to be proud of who they are. Because some things are inherently bad. And uh, there have been some issues with the way people have treated each other throughout history. Especially in this country. But anyway, we're talking at breakfast about... Um, some of the ignorant things that we faced as as immigrants, especially Brazilian immigrants to the United States. And and we moved, we were very lucky, very blessed to move to Bethesda, Maryland, which is a D.C. suburb, very, very close to Washington, D.C., about 15 minutes by car. My father is an economist, is a world-renowned health economist, and he was working for the Inter-American Development Bank at the time, was invited to work here. So obviously we moved here legally, you know, on a G4 visa which is the best view that you can have when you are coming from another country. And uh, then he, he went to become a, a, an economist at the World Bank. So it's all the kind of the same thing. You know, all those organizations, you have the Inter-American Development Bank, the Pan-American Health Organizations, um, the World Bank, the IMF. In New York, you have the United Nations. It's all kind of the same, right? I mean, he could have worked for any of those places because he actually had been invited to work for all of those places. But he chose the IDB at first, and then he moved to the World Bank, uh, always making sure that he did what was best for him and, and you know, and for for the people that he was going to be helping with his expertise. But I'm, I'm going on a tangent here. I don't mean to digress. Back to what it was like. So one of the things that we've noticed, and I've, I've been talking to a lot of, of my friends um, who I want to interview because I actually want to do a lift 
Black Voices segment to my podcast, given the Black Lives Matter movement recently and and you know the racial tensions we've been living through. I think it's important um, instead of speaking for all of my Black friends to have them come here and talk about their experience experiences themselves. You know, in, in the first person, there's no reason I should be speaking for them. It's just like nobody can speak for myself for me. You know, so in Brazil we have the same or not the exact same, but very similar immigration patterns, right, to the United States. We had indigenous people, most of which we killed. Not we. I shouldn't say we, because I wasn't a part of this. But Portuguese, the Portuguese, uh, you know, uh, motherland, you know, they came, they colonized Brazil, and they killed the majority of indigenous people that they couldn't enslave. And um, the ones that they didn't kill, they moved to another part of the country. They kind of just pressure them out of their land, and um, and and they, they use the land for different reasons, just as an exploitation. It's different than the United States in the sense that nobody came here with a, you know, or nobody went to Brazil with a with a sense of starting a new country. They just wanted it to be like a prison for their criminals, and they just wanted to take all the wood, and, and the gold and the silver and, you know, the coffee, whatever they could take, to cacao, which is you know the cocoa bean, to make chocolate back to Europe and, and make money and make a profit out of the country. So it's different than the United States in that sense. Um, but, it, you know, it, we all started the same with indigenous people. And then you have immigration from Europe. You have the African slaves being brought in to work uh, for free, which is horrible. And then, uh, then, then you had all these different patterns of immigration from all these different parts of the world we also have other countries trying to take over brazil we had holland at some point the netherlands trying to take over but they they didn't succeed but they did land and 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 do a little bit of an establishment in the northeast of brazil we have a lot of italian immigrants i'm obviously half italian so i'm half of italian descent we have the second largest japanese city outside of tokyo in sao paulo Um, we have a big immigration pattern from from japan from germany you know uh, and and from uh, from Syria and Lebanon, all the 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 Christians that fled some of the uh, the Islamic takeover and oppression, and you had uh, it, you know numerous kinds of immigrants. We even have Americans. I mean, there's a there's a town in the state of São Paulo called Americana, which is full of American immigrants, literally, which is funny. Anyway, all I'm saying is demographically we're very similar to the United States which means we have people of every race just like here you have people of Asian descent people of African descent people of European descent people of indigenous descent Um, it's the same with Brazil right and some people are mixed in Brazil maybe we're more mixed than here because here we have a lot more racism but there we, we definitely still have the same heritage one of the funny things about coming here is that we noticed that Americans, you know, the United States, had taken over not only the name American, even though we're all from the same continent of America, um, which is the New World, but they also like t- took over races, entire biological DNA. So, if you are white, but you're born outside of the United States and not in Europe, you can't be considered white. So Americans considered whites only whites born in America. When I moved here, it was really hard when I was filling out those papers because at the time they didn't have, you know, Latin American, um, which is not an, a race. It's it's an ethnicity. I just I want to make sure people understand this. 
there's there's different components to people right in terms of you know if you're going to take a look at the stuff that I'm, I'm not sure how it's relevant but in the united states it seems to be very very relevant there's nationality ethnicity race religion um and and those things are different so your nationality is what country you were born in your ethnicity is what culture you are from and your race is your biological dna so for example if two um white people move to japan right and they have a baby there that baby is not automatically um you know japanese in the sense of they're not automatically asian they're not uh, you know they don't cease to be white just because they move to japan it's the same thing when european people move to brazil and have kids there their children don't cease to be white just because they were born in brazil they also don't cease to be black just because they were born in brazil they don't cease to be any color <laughs> if you're going to talk about colors and races are colors in a way uh their dna because they are born in a particular country so so that was always a really a tough thing knowing that my 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 entire you know identity was erased you know not that i cared because i never had to identify myself as a as a specific race but i was asked here and people always think to this day it's like they look at me and they see you know a white person and then if i tell them i'm from brazil then oh no then you're not white no i i didn't cease to be my 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 blood did not change just because of where i was born um but and not that i you know that i i just i just think it's funny like it's just like i have i have friends who are uh, especially japanese descent friends you know who who we we always joke about this like they come here to visit disney world and people look at them and they can't understand why they're brazilian or or my friends who have you know foreign really obviously non-latin last names like english or german last names or polish last names that nobody can pronounce a lot of times um and then then people from here will look at their last names like well how can you be brazilian with that last name as if there is such a thing as a brazilian last name there's no such thing same with america right you can have any last name and be american so americans needs to stop trying to take over the world when it comes to this territorialism of of you know owning races and ethnicities and and last names and, and all kinds of stuff you're not the only country that's diverse in culture sorry sorry to tell you that if if that was something you were proud of many many countries um are diverse in culture pretty much every single new country every single country in all of the americas from north to south including the mid- middle even countries like mexico which a lot of people here seem to have a stereotype of what mexicans are like they have a lot of different heritages in one and you can't stereotype anybody um so i'm i'm saying this because this is a preface to what we're going to talk about soon you know whenever my friends are ready to speak about their experiences and feeling isolated, you know? Because what I've noticed is that there's a lot of hyphens here, you know? I see a lot of people who identify themselves no matter how many generations have been here. They might have been born here, their parents might have been born here. Sometimes their grandparents were also born here, but they're still telling other people that they're whatever American, right? So they're Irish American, they're Italian American, they're Asian American, they're African American. 
and I'm just thinking to myself, why are you saying that you're born here? Like in Brazil, we don't do that. In Brazil, the moment you're born in Brazilian, in Brazil, you're Brazilian. Even if you're naturalized Brazilian, you're still Brazilian. Nobody's talking about where you came from before that. I mean, you're gonna really waste that time. But here, it's it's this hyphen. And what I have noticed is that I've never heard somebody say they're English American or German American. I've only heard Italian American, Irish American, you know, Asian American, African American, and some sort of other uh, discriminated culture slash American, right? Or hyphen American. So I have noticed that the people that usually tend to use a hyphen are the ones that have been discriminated against. And I've always been curious as to why that is. And this is like plain, simple curiosity. I'm not judging in any way, not one way or another. I just want to understand because I am foreign and I have a lot of questions. Um, why, do, why, why do certain cultures, why do certain people feel the need uh, to, to hyphenate? And others feel the need to hyphenate them also. Why? Why do you have to separate? Why, why do you have to identify something that's so irrelevant? And I'm not saying irrelevant in the sense, of course, we should be proud of our heritage and we should be celebrating our differences because that's all great. But do you really need to hyphenate for that? I don't know. Maybe we do. Maybe we don't. And that is the topic of future um, conversations. So I guess today in this high vibe chapter, I'm, I just want to try to lift people's spirits in, in saying that, you know, I understand that differences are to be celebrated. And the only way to unite is to cut the hyphen off, right? And it's funny because I have a hyphenated last name. I got married and I hyphenated and I thought that was awesome because I was uniting two different um, families together. And I thought that was a positive thing and it is. But you know how much trouble that has brought me? You know how difficult it is to to actually have both names be said out loud by anybody or even be able to even include the hyphen. <laughs> Hyphens are not even a part of, of every single field in, in every single form that I fill out um, or even accepted anywhere. So there's a reason for that probably. And, um, and there might be a Something that we, that might be something we have to talk about and, and try to work around and work through and figure out why we're always isolating ourselves when we think we're uniting ourselves, why we call ourselves a melting pot when we're really a salad, and how we can actually turn that into, into a mix and into something a little bit more integrated so that we can all live in a more united states of America. And that is all we have for today. Thank you for being with me and for listening to me and for being a part of my journey. I am Camilla, your High Vibe Advocate. Looking forward to your outreach at highvibeadvocate.com and your follow on Instagram at highvibeadvocate. And looking forward to our next meeting right here on my channel. See you next Wednesday.